0: hello hello
1: can you hear me now sis yes 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 okay so um welcome to i digress i am skylar i am tiny um normally you get this cute little loving intro but what we're going to talk about today is not a cute and loving um Disclaimer, you will be triggered if this is not something you feel that you can handle. We totally understand. Um, I think I could speak for the both of us that this is something that we needed to talk about and get off our chest. Um, yeah. Also, you know, what how we feel about things don't necessarily reflect the views of the people who listen or necessarily everyone that we know. I can say for myself, I'm not in this right now to be politically correct. So if you're gonna get offended, that is something you need to understand that's probably gonna happen. And I love you anyway. But this is a non-judgmental zone and I I won't be spewing any hate, but I also will not be taking anybody's bullshit either. So um with that being said, I don't know, Tiny, is there anything you wanna give a disclaimer before we jump into this? awful topic
0: pretty much just don't take anything what we say to heart um we're not here to offend anybody this is just pretty much our views and our opinion of how we see the situations going on and how we feel about it and it might be
1: coming from a place of anger and rage and that's fine um we are all about being authentic and living in our truth so this is a moment that is real and raw for us that's what you're going to get. Now, there may be episodes later down the line where we could be a little bit more civil and dignified in thought, but right now this ain't it. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and say um, by the way we've started this, I'm pretty sure you can guess what we're talking about. Um, The recent deaths, I'm not even (laughs) the recent deaths of two black men and a young black woman um but these aren't new these headlines are not new they're not foreign to the world and definitely not foreign to black people um definitely the sad part about it is i think at some point it became such a normal thing for me to see on social media that my level of outrage kind of dissipated a little bit and I hate to admit that but it, it kind of did
0: yeah because it's something that became a norm
1: um, but for whatever reason if you don't okay so the three oh god I can't remember her name I know her name was it was Brianna I can't remember her last name Um, this a young lady I'm referring to she was in her home and she was um, shot and killed by police officers who were executing a search warrant for some drugs I believe and honestly had the wrong house and the wrong person um, which I don't even begin to understand how that is possible Um, the other two is Ahmaud Arbery he was jogging in Georgia and was chased and lynched in cold blood by white supremacists one of which happened to be an ex-DA what, investigator or something like that. And then we have George Floyd, which was um, an unarmed black man. By the way, all these people were unarmed, and posed no threat. Um, but an un- another unarmed black man who repeatedly, one, he didn't resist arrest, but repeatedly said that he could not breathe. And that his chest hurt. And that everything hurt. And there was too much pressure being applied to him while being detained. Um, and nothing was done about it. And he ended up passing away from that. And that was also execu- executed by police officers. Um, I, I can't explain to you why this hits home for me harder than maybe some of the other ones. But I'm 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 fucking tired and I'm exhausted with having to wake up and read and see these things blasted all over the internet with video evidence and eyewitness accounts and nothing is being
0: done. Just merely a slap on the wrist,
1: if you get that. If you get that, um, I know for me the past this past week, honestly, I have not been sleeping well, if sleeping at all. Um, I personally, like I was talking to Tiny earlier about this. I think it was either it was earlier today or yesterday at some point in time. Um, I've been having violent dreams. Like dreams, vivid dreams of of gun violence, whether directed at me or not. Every time I've closed my eyes, I've been having these, these nightmares. And they've always involved guns and they've always involved black people Different scenarios, but those were the two common threads. Um, I yeah, trying. I I don't know. I mm.
0: hmm. I don't know either. I just is.
1: <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's like I am so.
0: I'm tired and exhausted I'm from it. It's crazy.
1: I I am fucking fed up. I am fucking fed up. And, Tanya, you had mentioned something that, like, had set me off. Because you said that, you know, you you hate, and I agree with you, I completely hate when people are like...
0: when, when they sit up there and tell us that, oh slavery is over with and you guys just need to heal from it. like how how is it over with look at what we still deal with today how I don't understand how can we even heal or get over or anything you guys first off don't even acknowledge the fact that it even happened to us that we're even treated differently like it makes no sense for us to want to heal or get over something. It's like,
1: and the crazy thing is, I knew exactly what you were going to say, but the moment it came out of your, your mouth, even though I know it's not a thought that you had, it's just like the fact that there's ignorant people in the world who say things like this just baffle me. Like, I don't, when you are a part, of a cultural group of people who, from their inception into this very country, the good old United States of America, have never, not once, been considered a human being, been considered worthy of having rights, and then, once given them, have watched them be abused and used against you in such a violent way that it's incomprehensible. And you wonder why Black people, quote-unquote, have chips on their shoulders. When do we ever get a chance
0: to fucking breathe? Never. Does
1: does anybody else besides Black and brown people really understand what it feels like when you walk outside your door and you're not only concerned about getting to your destination because idiots in, in motherfucking world cannot drive, But that
0: you don't have to to, always at risk.
1: You don't have to do any fucking thing. Any fucking thing. If you are not black and brown, do you understand what it feels like to pose a continuous threat upon the world for taking out your fucking garbage,
0: for going to the grocery store, taking your dog for for a
1: walk, going for a fucking run? Hell, being in your own fucking home. It it was one thing when you say that we pose a threat to you outside of our intimate domain, our home, our properties, our sanctuaries. That is one thing. But when you enter someone's home, and I'm talking specifically to white people, when you enter someone's home, especially as law enforcement, you pose more of a threat to them than they do to you. Then you turn around and have the absolute balls to kill them in cold blood in their own shit and walk away as if what did i do what happened why are you mad like i i can't begin to try to explain to you everything that's i'm feeling on the inside but i can tell you this i don't have a solution that right now in my head that does not that I can honestly say out loud. I don't have one. I don't have a solution that I would feel comfortable putting this out in the world and being like, that could work.
0: And I don't have a solution that wouldn't end up in violence.
1: None. And I understand that violence begins violence and it leaves the whole world blind and all that. I understand. Congratulations. Congratulations. But when Do you meet people where they're at? You want to spew hatred and violence to me? There's only a matter of time before that shit starts to ricochet and come back to you. Like with these fucking Susans and these Karens and these Beckys, I promise you the goodness and graciousness. One more Karen pops out of line in my presence, it is on and popping. It is on and popping. And then they have the absolute audacity to be like, that's hurtful and offensive. Bitch, what?
0: Like. huh? Yeah, I'm glad the last one lost her job. But now she's up here talking about um, something about her life because she went viral. Like. What did you think was going to happen? You thought you was going to go viral and everybody was going to give you a cookie and pat you on your back and say, job well done? What the fuck
1: was going on in your head, bitch, when you decided decided to commit that violent-ass act because he asked you to put a leash on your fucking dog and then in turn, you end up damn near killing your motherfucking dog. So where the fuck is Peter for that shit? Where the fuck is the Humane Society for that shit? Because y'all motherfuckers are real quick to jump and be like, straight to fucking animals. Granted, I love animals. Animals are important. But fuck y'all. Where the fuck were you at? Bitch, getting fired, if that's all that happened to you, you are lucky. (laughs) Because you are right. Your face is all over the fucking internet. You could change your name. You can move locations. Hell, you can move out of the motherfucking country, but your face you cannot change. You can change your hair color, but your face you cannot change. You deserve everything that's coming to you. I hope the rest of your life is uncomfortable. Just as uncomfortable it is for me to watch you do that dumbass shit you did in the motherfucking park against that black man. Who in no way posed a fucking threat to you. Like, I say this all the time. I say this all the time. White women are the most dangerous fucking creatures on the planet. Yep. They just are.
0: If I have a, they just he better not bring me no white woman home. They just
1: are. They just are. The fact that anything that comes out of their mouth is considered gospel, the fact that they go unchecked, unquestioned, on top of their constituents not always holding them accountable, I'm not saying that all don't, but not holding them accountable for their violent acts And how their words impact whole lives and cultures and people and families and laws. The fact that you have that kind of power with just your tongue. And you use it to spew hatred and bigotry and racist rhetoric and disgusting fucking filth. At people who look like me and Tiny. To the men of our culture. To the men that I love so dearly. So dearly. Like I'm in love with all black men. I love them all. Even the most ignorant of them all. I love them. But the fact that you can say. He threatened me whether he did, whether he was there, whether he wasn't there, and go unchecked for it, and he ends up dead or in jail. That's way too much power for one person, for a group of people, way too much.
0: I just find it really odd how they just look for our black men. But then as soon as one thing go wrong, and they want to get upset, Oh, he raped me, or he did this to me. He did that to me. He put his hands on me, knowing good and goddamn well he didn't do nothing to you.
1: But because of what he looks like, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt to be innocent to proven guilty. He's guilty until you prove him guilty. Not even it proving him innocent. He's guilty until you prove him guilty. Yeah. And you won't stop until he is guilty. That's what I don't understand. It's like doing what I do for a living and reading what I read, it is really hard, especially when I see things like this, to be objective. Especially when I see that the suspect is a brown or black man. And then I read how they are described, and it's like, wow, every brown and black man looks like that. Are you fucking kidding me? How the fuck do you know that was him? Now, some cases, I'm like, alright, bro, that definitely was you. But when they're vague, when I'm reading these things and they're like, head on a black hoodie and some glasses and a cross tattoo, like, what?
0: Dream pants.
1: Like, I I just <laughs> it just, it I I I was trying to work today and I literally, I read something and the description of the suspect was so vague and the victim was a white woman but it was so vague that I was like, there's no way possible, this has to be the guy there was no mention of video surveillance there was no mention of witnesses nothing it was her word against his, and I'm sitting here like how many times has that happened? Historically that it happened. Like, it's happened so much to black and brown people, but black people in this country that our children, whether we teach them or not, grow up with a fear of law enforcement and authority. Like I was telling you, I have... You know, Avery being two, I'm trying to teach him like 911 is an emergency. That's what you call when there's an emergency, when you're in trouble, when something happens and you need help. That's what you call. You call 911. Okay, cool. Got it. Call 911, DT. He's only two. Who comes with 911? The police come with 911. Firefighters come with 911. Ambulance come with 911. Okay. He, out of nowhere, we were watching something and a police, or we were watching something and a police car with the sirens on drove past the house and he saw it and he was like, oh, police. He's like, I'm scared. And I was like, oh, because of the lights and they were driving really fast. He goes, no, I'm scared of the police. I said, why, Avery? They're not, and it took everything in me not to be like, they're not bad. Because not all of them are, we know this, but who gives a fuck at this point?
0: Yeah. Because where
1: the fuck are you when these bad ones are out here doing this shit? Um, but it, he was like, no, they're, they're I scared. And I was like, why? Police hurt. I didn't tell him this. My mother didn't tell him this. I could tell you now, nobody he's interacted with has ever told him that the police hurt people. Never.
0: And that's sad for a two-year-old to already just know this.
1: how do you How do you explain him growing up into this when nothing has been said? He don't watch the news. I don't watch violent things around him. I don't even let him watch violent cartoons. Like, if there's too much kung fu in a damn Disney show, I'm like, all right, bro, what we're not about to do is keep karate chopping some shit around the goddamn house. We're not doing that. So we chilling on the kung fu shit. But it's like... What do I tell him? No, they're not? Then he grows up and he's a black man and he's looking like, What the fuck? Yeah, and
0: then he looking at you crazy like you look like Yeah.
1: Like it it broke it broke my heart like I was telling you earlier. Sitting here trying to, you know, explain to my nieces why the energy in the house just was really heavy today and my eldest tried to distance herself not a lot but tried to, to vaguely distance herself from blackness not that she's like oh unaware of it or that she she just i get it in her head that's not her intention was to distance herself it was more to be like these things won't happen to me because I'm not doing anything and I had to explain to her and her like I had to sit my nieces and nephews down like well not Avery but I had to sit them down and be like look I shouldn't even have to sit here and tell you that not all are bad but I have to tell you this because there are good people in this world. But there are a lot of bad, ugly, nasty people who get to walk around in badges and uniforms and say they are here to serve and protect you, and they don't do that. Haley, which is the middle one, she's like, what, she's seven?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She was sitting here like, I don't understand. Like, TT, we're young. Like, it doesn't happen to kids. Oh, but it does, pumpkin. But it does. And all I can do is everything in my power to protect you guys. But every day you're going to enter this world without me. Whether that means you getting dropped off at school eventually again. Or, you know, we go out to the store. You're going to enter the world at some point.
0: And see, as a kid, that's fearful.
1: But I can't allow them to go out there and think.
0: That everything should be okay.
1: Because again, Isabella has a TikTok. She's getting attacked on TikTok. Like being called a lesbian and other things that I'm just like, she's fucking 10. Like I flipped my fucking shit. I was like, oh. And then when I found out it came from a, a teenage white person? Oh, I I, I I, lost it. I fucking lost it. Like, on an app, you can block them. But these people are walking around in the fucking world. And whoever was trolling her knows what the fuck she looks like.
0: hmm And you don't know how close they are or how far away they are.
1: No fucking clue. No fucking clue. So I'm having this conversation with them, and they all start crying, and I feel bad because it's like, fuck, that was not my intention. But when you come to ask me, like, why did this black man die? What am I supposed? I, I I tell you the truth.
0: Yes, it's pretty hard to sugarcoat it.
1: For no reason, sweetheart. There was no reason behind it. Well, why they just didn't stop and let him... You have to ask them. I don't have an answer.
0: And you can't really even ask them, because their first answer is going to be, well, he was resisting arrest. Where?
1: (sighs) You know, I've come across a couple Black people that I... on social media that I... I've, I've had to block. They were like, "Oh, we don't see the whole video." I read the report. Um,
0: you know, like the report is act.
1: Oh, I couldn't even get it out fast enough. <laughs> I just, I didn't even really bother to go back and forth. My thing is this: innocent or not innocent. Excessive force is just that excessive. But when you have the power of having a gun in your hand, and said person does not, what threat do they really pose to you? I don't care if he's 6'6, 300 fucking pounds. I don't care if he's 7 feet. I don't give a fuck how tall, how big, how small, how short how black, how brown, I don't care you have a fucking gun and there's more than one of you what possible threat does that person play
0: what I don't understand would is how hard was it just to let him breathe <laughs> That that, that, that no, was that no. difficult of a task to where you couldn't just let him breathe. That was the first too time. much. Oh, okay, I get it.
1: You know, the human and the compassionate side of me, because believe it or not, people, I'm very compassionate. Um, I even feel bad for the officers' families because how hard does it have to be for not only you to live with that stigma over your loved one being labeled that, whether convicted or not.
0: But now you gotta go through it too.
1: You have to go through life being like, that's my father, that's my husband, that's my brother, that's my sister, that's my aunt, that's my uncle, that's my... like." You have to go through that. So I can't even imagine like they they have kids or wives and husbands who go to work and they're like, oh, People are always like, I saw your husband on TV. He's accused of shooting a black man. He's accused of being the black woman to a pulp.
0: Or now you're just an outcast and everybody around talking about you.
1: But it's like, I, you didn't do it. But now you have to suffer. But even the way that you're suffering is nowhere near in comparison to the amount of suffering these families will have every holiday, every birthday, hell, every anniversary of a death.
0: Just introduce. Every family
1: function. Every time social media and these fuck-ass algorithms bring it back up. Every time another black body is laying in the middle of the street, then we revisit all the other ones who came before, like, damn, we didn't learn shit. But let Timmy, let Connor, let Jacob kill 23 fucking people. He gets walked out with the bulletproof vest and given the benefit of the doubt because he was a good kid. We don't know what went wrong. His parents were pillars of the community. They attended church every Sunday. Nobody even knew he had these thoughts. That's always the first response. The second one is, oh, he's mentally ill. He's been suffering with bouts of depression and skit- Like, really, motherfucker? You give every excuse for a white man who commits heinous crimes like this. But black women and black men, brown women and brown men could be selling fruit. Walking out of a grocery store. (laughs) Sitting in their car. And they are a threat to you. But Timmy somehow walked his ass into a high school full of fucking kids in the middle of a goddamn bumblefuck nowhere. With a backpack full of ammo, an AK-47, and a semi-automatic handgun. And we don't even know how the fuck this nigga got this shit in his locker and to execute everybody by second period. Okay. The same way Timmy walked his ass into a church full of black people who were doing absolutely nothing but praising the Lord and decided to open fire and massacre them. Okay. For all the Sandy Hills, the Columbines, all those fucking times. Them psychotic-ass white boys, the nightclub in Florida, For all those fucking times, there was every fucking excuse afforded to them as to why they committed what they committed. But I can't breathe. It's not a reason for you to take your foot off of someone's fucking neck.
0: You know, we can't even <laughs> get one excuse. <laughs> not. Everybody looking for
1: but we're not even looking for a fucking excuse, we're just saying stop
0: fucking doing it. I know that but I'm just saying like they get all these excuses we can't, we can't even get half of an excuse. We look at you wrong
1: like over.
0: and it's a problem. It's a fucking problem. Like
1: slavery was over. You guys should just move past it. That sounds real easy for the person who has historically perpetrated these heinous acts
0: and didn't have to go through none of that shit it's
1: just the concept of slavery alone and the concept of criminalizing black people and brown people has always baffled me because it's like first of all you got a group of people who were here before you even fucking got here and you have a group of people who were forcibly removed did nobody ask you to come over and come get us We didn't write no letter to the European countries to be like, you know what? We real bored over here in Africa, yo. It'd be really nice if you just hopped your ass on a fucking ship, invaded some shit, shook it up a little bit, chained us together, walked us across the goddamn coastline, threw us on a boat, and just fuck us up for the rest of our existence. Nobody signed up for that shit. Yet now, you want to hunt us like fucking animals.
0: Yeah, see, and it's funny, and I love how people sit up there and try and say, oh, but they weren't the first people who enslaved us. That's not the point. Yes, we enslaved our own people, but then nobody asked them to come over and steal everything we had from ourselves.
1: Here's and here's how I respond usually when people like, they weren't the first to enslave. You're right, they weren't. But when you became a slave, when we enslaved our own, 99% of that time, I'm pretty sure it had to do with war. And territory and like culturally, like I'm defending my land.
0: Yeah, at least
1: did nobody yeah,
0: at least you got to keep your culture. You didn't get brainwashed into all this bullshit that they trying to do to you now.
1: You didn't get stripped of everything that you were. Have no idea where you came from. Have no sense of self-identity.
0: They didn't rename you. Make you eat dirt. We didn't pass on diseases to each other.
1: Like That concept alone baffles me. And I never understood how you can participate in a system. Create this system. And then not like the results of what you created. Like, what? But every chance you get, you want to find a new way to adopt the culture. Corn rolls aren't corn rolls anymore. They're Bo braids. Like, bitch, what? You don't want to be black, but you want to tan your motherfucking skin and enhance your ass and your titties to the point of being unrecognizable and put fillers in your goddamn lips and wear weaves half-long goddamn down your back. Nails all out to God knows where. You call it ghetto when we do it but you do it. Kylie does it. Kim does it. It's like, that's beautiful. It's
0: a staff. It's exotic. Like,
1: I'm tired of white people. I'm tired of white people. Is what I'm summing all this up. I'm tired of white people. I'm tired of bigotry and hate and racism in general, but I'm really specifically tired of white people perpetuating that shit. And I'm tired of white people who stand by and watch it happen. I didn't create the fucking system, so I can't be the one to fucking change it like that. You can, though. But to change it would mean to sacrifice your fucking privilege.
0: Which we all know you don't want to do.
1: But you don't even want to acknowledge that you have it, but boy, you know how to use it covertly. I'm not racist is a racist statement, stupid. Making announcements like that mean you are exactly that. It's like when people go, don't take this the wrong way. So it means I need to take it the wrong way.
0: I don't mean to offend you, but bitch, you mean to offend me.
1: Then don't then don't fucking say it. Like, I don't know. I don't know specifically who I was looking at at the time I heard this, and it's not the first time I heard this. But until this shit knocks on your front door, it doesn't affect you. That goes for everybody. That goes for everybody. However, black and brown people don't really get to have that freedom because it always affects us as a fucking group. Always, I'm not. I'm not saying you know. As Black people, we gotta we gotta be angry and out here in the world and too scared to fucking live because that's no way to fucking live at all. Nobody will None of those victims, six hundred plus over a span of centuries, could ever sit up there and say. They woke up today knowing they were going to die. They just knew it was going to happen. But I can't tell you, there's always a small fear.
0: All the time, as soon as you walk out the door. Sometimes it's just being in your own home. Hear a knock at the door, you're not expecting company. Who is it? They knocked
1: a little funny. We got a special ring. Family know not to pop up at my house. You can't just pop up. You better call, say you're on your way, see if I'm home. Who this? Announce yourself. Make yourself known. I don't be doing nothing. And I be driving in LA by my damn self in the most unassuming black Ford Focus on the goddamn planet. Ain't nobody checking for nobody driving a Ford Focus. And my ass is like nervous when I see police. Not nervous to the point, like, oh, my God. But I don't make eye contact. I slow down because I'd rather be behind them than on the side of them and in front
0: of them. Avoid them at all costs.
1: I see them parked. I just I don't even look. I just keep going. It was so bad at one point. And this was, like, during Obama's, Obama's um, terms. I went to, I went to go get lunch out by my job. And I'm standing in line at the habit and there's an officer in front of me. And then there's an officer behind me. I'm just standing there on my phone. I see the one in, in front of me. I'm like, all right, whatever. He's in front of me. But this huge, huge white man officer gets behind me. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out what I want. I order whatever. And I accidentally left a little buzzer on the counter. So he's standing there, he orders, and I see the buzzer, but now he's at the counter. He's directly in front of it. But he's taking fucking forever. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, okay. I said, excuse me. You know, I just, can I get that? And he didn't say anything. He looks dead at me, don't say nothing. I said, okay. I said, excuse me. I just need to get that. I forgot to pick that up. That's gonna buzz for my order. I just I just wanna get that. Okay, when I'm done. I'm like, no, just move out the fucking way. Like in my head, I'm just like, what? So I'm like, oh, okay. So it's buzzing. And I'm like, I'm trying to get the girls' attention. I'm like, yeah, that's mine. Like it's buzzing, but I can't get to it. So she's like, okay, okay. So she reaches across the counter, she gets it. And she goes, oh, you know, go here goes your food. Um, And she was like, oh, she was, I like, know you didn't ask for it, but I gave you the discount because I had my work badge on and she saw it. And so I was like, oh, I really appreciate it. Like, thank you. And he's like, oh, I thought you only, now, what the fuck? Now, first of all, what the fuck? Does my discount got to do anything? Like, what, why is that your concern? Oh, did you guys give me my discount? she was like yes sir like your law enforcement gave you a discount like whatever and he was like oh so we just give out discounts to anybody yeah oh bag God. And, she's like... and so I'm walking out and I'm like
0: oh, oh, oh.
1: and so she's laughing she was like uh huh sure <laughs> so and she's this cute little Hispanic chick and so he's giving her like all this little attitude or whatever and then she calls me back she's like excuse me ma'am like You forgot your extra order of fries. I didn't order extra fries.
0: She just believed to piss him off. I (laughs) ordered.
1: So she gives me, I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. And he goes, aren't those my fries? She goes, you can wait a little (laughs) longer. (laughs) Yeah. So so I get to my car. He pulled, apparently, it was his car that had parked next to me, the police car that had parked next to me. So I'm sitting there, I'm getting my food and I'm eating it. And he's looking at my, like, he is mean mugging me in my car while I'm eating my lunch. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know what? I'm not even going to eat my lunch here. I'm just going to leave. I leave. I'm out. He's pulling right out after me. I'm driving up to the, my job, which is, like, literally a two-minute drive. I'm pulling in. He pulls in after me i'm sitting here like what the fuck like oh my god not today please not today like this is it somebody called my mama this is it this nigga gonna kill me for some fucking fries i didn't even bother telling my mom this story because i knew it would just sit her up like mm. she would just panic so i'm like oh my god so where my job is they're all government buildings it's a government complex so if you're pulling in either you're there for the assistance you work there so I grab my stuff I get out I'm walking out the car I'm heading to my office and he goes oh what office are you looking for I said sir I'm going back to my office can I help you with something I was like I noticed that you've been following me since we left the habit like did I do something did I ding the car and didn't know it like what I would just want to make sure you got to your desk. I said, sir, I work in this building. I don't, I'm fine. Oh, you work there? Yeah. So then I showed him my badge and he was like, oh. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Have a good day. I'm like, you sorry, motherfucker. You was really about to press Over
0: nothing.
1: Over nothing. But I had to show you my badge and be like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. For you to be like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Motherfucker, what? I got into the office. I told the black supervisors there. Thank God all, everybody in my office is ethically inclined, as I called them. We had a little a meeting about it. They asked, you know, did I feel like I needed to be escorted to my vehicle after work? I said, no, but if someone wants to stay behind with me to come do it, like, I'm, I'm not going to object. So the black supervisor, he's like, you know what? i am going um we gonna walk out together when this is over, and I'm like, well, dude, you a black man too. In my head, I'm like, you a black man, but he's also in the from in the military, so I'm like, okay, maybe, okay, all right, I can see the logic behind the protection sense, and I'm like, okay. So he walks me to my car. He's like, you know, get home safe. You know, text somebody from the office, to let them know that you made it home. If you feel like you need to take the day off tomorrow. That's fine. You know, just let somebody know. And I'm like, no, I, I can come back tomorrow. I'm okay. And he was like, all right, cool. Girl, I get my ass on the freeway. Tell me why this motherfucker done pulled the officer randomly. Is driving alongside of me. He doesn't see me. I see him. I was like, you know what? Let me just fall back because I'm not, about, I'm not about to do this. I watched him pull over a Hispanic dude and I'm just like, Oh, my God. Like, I can't even tell you the, the, the amount of nerves that I had. I was just like, oh, my God. Part of me was like, do I stop to make sure that everything's okay? But that's none, that really isn't none of my business. And I really don't want to put myself in more risk than I already felt. Because he's a fucking idiot. And it's obvious he is. Do I keep going? And I literally have to be like, okay, I'm going to keep going. But I prayed for that man the whole way I went home. And I got up the next morning and I prayed that that man was okay and that he made it home safe. And I got back to my office and I checked if I saw anything, if anybody heard anything that popped up on the news about anything fatal happening Like, I was worried about that man for two days straight. I didn't even know. Man,
0: that's crazy. That is, like, really crazy. It's like, they sit up there and as soon as they finish training and they put on their uniform and they get that gun oh I demand respect no Mm -hmm. you could demand Mm -hmm. respect all you wanted but if you don't give respect you are not getting it You got to respect me because I'm a police officer. No, the fuck I don't. I'm authority. But me and you both have.
1: But me and you both have had experiences on either side. And what we currently do. I tell you now, and I say this, we say this a lot. Yes. Our badges are what saves us. Our badges are what saved us. And like to all my friends that listen to this, I don't share half of these stories because one, I don't need everybody else in the world panicking about me. I don't. I don't, I don't need y'all blowing up my phone every time one of these experiences happen. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a car with a black man and we gotten pulled over for no apparent reason how scared I've been. Or how often I go out with my black male friends or just my friends in general and I take my, my, my work badge with me and that is like a precaution because I don't know what's going to happen. I pray that nothing does, but I take it with me for the sheer fact that if I got to get myself and at least the person I came there with out of some shit, that I could do it, and honey, let me tell you, I've had to do it before, and it fucking worked.
0: Like it's sad that it comes to that, though.
1: I honestly, I'm trying not to cry because I just keep thinking about how many times that alone has saved me. Like, that alone. Like, something as simple as I pay for my registration, my tags didn't come in the mail right away. I get pulled over. Where are your tags? Here, sir, here's the registration. Obviously, I paid it. You can run my license and see that I'm registered. My my, You know, you can run my plates and nothing. The car's registered my name. Like, I give you everything. I got insurance. You know, you're getting real short and snappy with me. And then he looks and he sees my badges hanging from my rearview mirror. And he's like, oh, that's where you work." Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead. You know, just make sure when you get them, you put them on right away. Not a ticket, not a nothing. But before you notice the badge, where's your stuff? Hold on. Who are you talking to like that? Like, what?
0: Yeah, they just, they come off real aggressive. And I understand, you know, it comes with the job. But if someone is being compliant and not being aggressive with you, why are you being aggressive? Why can't you just talk? A power trip.
1: A fucking power trip. It's a fucking power trip. You know, you sign an oath, you put your hand on a Bible, and you vow yeah, to but serve and protect. What they don't do? Hell, you don't even serve. And who are you protecting? Because you sure ain't protecting me. It's even evident in the way that they have divided on what yeah. areas these police station covers. There's a. Pro- There's a police station not too far from me on King. Do you know that is not my local police station? My shit is somewhere over in bumblefuck nowhere. That by the time they get to me, I'm... What the fuck could you do? Like, it is a systematic approach to everything. It is not about the overt racists and these supremacists who be walking around with their cloak and daggers. It is about the system that is set up and designed to make sure that we are never viewed as being equal, nor is justice ever served for our bodies being snuffed out. Why would you assign where we live? Because me and you are not that far from each other to a station that is at least 20 to 30 minutes away Right when there through. is one
0: 10 minutes 10 minutes but see, and in the crazy 10, part minutes. about that is the area that they service is about 20 30 minutes away from them so
1: you don't necessarily even want anybody to get any help. Mm-mm. Is what it sounds like to me. You're not serving and protecting the community that you're in, because the community that you're in can't even call you, and they have the audacity to redirect you if it is not if you're not calling nine one one. They will redirect you
0: to the station.
1: To the station Mm -hmm. that is supposed to be servicing your area instead of just taking the fucking call. Like, what? I see it all the time when I'm working. People are like, this is the station I reported it to. It's not in their jurisdiction. Now you gotta go report it to somebody else. Are you fucking kidding me? Instead of
0: them just transferring it. Take this report. We took it, but it's in your location, so we can both work on it. You handle this. We'll ship you our report. Like, no, you gotta make a whole new report.
1: New report. I don't I don't even wanna this was a really edited version of what we sounded like earlier, you guys, if you could honestly be a fly on the wall in those conversations. I'm really proud of us. I that am you made it this far. Um, I'm a I I I'm done talking about it because I don't have anything positive left to say. Um, I am also becoming emotionally overwhelmed because I'm just thinking about like I'm just thinking about a lot at the moment. Um to all my black men, women, brown men and women and any other minority group that has ever experienced or continue to experience hatred and bigotry not only amongst ourselves Jeez. but our counterparts kids, mothers, fathers, friends Friends, aunties, uncles, cousins, anyone close to you, if you have been directly affected by any sort of violence, whether it was based off your skin color or not, I, I'm sorry. My heart goes out to you guys. For those who have been directly impacted, especially more recently, by these police brutality deaths who've lost their children behind this who've lost their fathers, their their partners their mothers, grandparents aunties, uncles, cousins, all that alike I can't begin to imagine what you're going through or how you feel every time something like this happens but just know that we as a people, we are we are trying not only to stay safe, but to find a way to, I, I want to say fix it, but I don't know if it's something that could be fixed. I just know that it is something that we can't let continue to slide. I'm not saying you go out here And you make this shit the fucking purge. But I also understand why you would want to. I love y'all. I love y'all. And I'm going to do whatever I can to protect us. Some may define what I do as being traitorous. Cool, whatever. I don't really see how. I think you guys are just looking at the umbrella of it all, but that's cool. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make those who can't speak for themselves voices heard and to stand by those who have been directly affected or indirectly affected by this systematic racism and oppression in the overt and the covert way that this world and specifically white people have demonized and manipulated and ran through the fucking mud not only our names, our culture but just our way as a life and being I'm going to do whatever I can and whatever that means to keep us protected and I'm I'm just gonna in whatever that is. I'm in there on that because I don't you know I'm anymore. just
0: gonna continue to pray for everybody especially us um, it's not really much you can say I'm glad that they are protesting I just hope that Mm -hmm. everybody who protested made it home safely. I do know that the protests out there and out here got violent because we had a protest out here, downtown LA, and I heard there was shooting and all types of stuff. So I just hope that everybody made it home safely.
1: Yes. Um thank you guys for listening. I know this was a heavier topic. Um but I think I thank you for listening. I thank you for making it all the way through. If you are an ally, I ask that you please challenge your constituents to examine their behavior. I pray that you continue to stand on the front lines with us and not just standing beside me, but put yourself out there the way that we put ourselves out there for everybody else. And I hope that you understand or at least begin to understand where we're coming from. And I think that takes acknowledging the pain that has been caused, whether you're directly doing it or not. We are all descendants of somebody. Nobody is exempt from any of this. If it is my problem, it is your problem too. So we will be praying for everybody involved. We will be praying that people make it home safe. Not only just today, but for the rest of their days. And we will be back next week. Hopefully not having to have another discussion like this. But something a little bit more joyous to come out of all of this. So thank you guys again for listening. We appreciate you.